It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily podcast on the Dallas Cowboys. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can find me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today is Landon McCool. You can follow him on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also check him out on the Best Coast Boys Podcast. Landed. What is going on, sir? We, we got a we got a whole lot of uh, of Jalen Smith in our future, which is a great thing. I'm a huge signing, I think, for the Cowboys. The numbers mm-hmm. look really great. I'm still kind of riding high on that. Um, and we're getting closer and closer to real football. Uh, just a couple weeks away now. They're back in Dallas practicing. Uh, we are we're getting close, and I'm yeah, excited. So the Cowboys, in case you didn't hear, the Cowboys signed Jalen Smith to a monster contract extension that will give him control of Smith until the year 2025. Uh, it's a, we're going to talk about this a bunch, but it's a very very team friendly deal. And frankly, Landon, I mean, you couldn't be more excited about it. I mean, nobody believed in Jalen more than myself, correct? I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to pat myself on the back. Oh my God, I, I had it when you said that, I, Marcus. When you said that, I had a mouthful of coffee. This, this could have been dangerous. This could have been a dangerous, like explosive comic mix uh, that that could have been the worst spit take of ever. Uh, no, no, clearly let's, you let's were not a true believer, like I was, Marcus. And that's the, the basis of, of of frankly this friendship is me uh, barraging you with Jalen Smith believe memes, and you just. Being like, right, right, right. Let's, let's relax a little bit. Let's talk about why I was pessimistic. <laughs> First of all, there was a lot of people that were saying, obviously, that Jalen was never returned to form, and that kind of factored into it. But I was more looking at it from a contract standpoint of, hey, if Jalen doesn't play in 2016, 2017 is going to be kind of a transition year. You're getting to the point where you might get two years of Jalen Smith before he hits free agency. Um, my hope all along was that Jalen and the Cowboys would be able to come together and kind of find a deal that works well for both sides. And that's exactly what happened. Uh, but frankly, I mean, this deal is way better than anything I could have ever imagined. So let's go ahead and talk about that. This is almost exactly well, what I imagined. Okay, I, don't, I don't, you know, here's, here's what I, here's, here's what I'm, here's my thing. And we'll, we'll move on to the thing. But go let ahead. me just get this out because I, I, I got a lot of pushback from, from my tweet yesterday. And, and, and I'm just going to say this real quick. 
I'm not. I was kidding. I'm not really trying to look for uh, uh, you know apologies. But I will say this: as someone who starkly defended it, sometimes on my own, it feels like. <laughs> I feel like I got a lot of pushback from people like you know Jeffrey coming out here and saying, "Oh, congratulations on be- on uh, on being a better doctor than I am." That's I understand that that's what that is, Jeffrey. I know I know the tone of that tweet, sir. I had correctly put my faith in the person that committed the surgery and 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 correctly read the tea leaves that. This team would not be acting as optimistic as they would about this particular situation when they didn't need to be. And 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 the other part of it, what the other part of this whole thing for me was that my belief was that at the end of all this, the Cowboys' faith in this player would be rewarded with hopefully a good price on an elite-level player. And here we have arrived at Jalen Smith, as, you know, according to uh, Daniel Houston and Playmaking EPA, is one of the biggest playmakers in the NFL at linebacker, signing a way less than market value deal uh, extension for the Cowboys. And I'm feeling... Pretty satisfied, Of course you are. This is a a day for you to pat yourself (laughs) on the back. It's okay. This is the day for me to pat myself on the back. You get a rare win. It's okay. Um, uh, (laughs) Let's go back to you. Before we talk about the contract, I want to talk about what this means for Jalen Smith and the Cowboys into the future. Because whether or not you want to make it out to be a thing, a shot against Ezekiel Elliott and Prescott and Cooper, I think there's definitely some tones that came out of the press conference like, hey, if you show up to work, you put your head down, and you just keep grinding away, we're going to reward you, right? And, and Jalen, I don't think, was in the top two or three in the pecking order, but he kind of came to the Cowboys, offered up, hey, a, a reasonable contract, and Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones had no problem paying him at all. So, Lana, what was your kind of takeaway from Jalen jumping those three guys? Uh, it sounded like... You know, according to them, it happened pretty quickly. I mean, they, you know, at, at, right on the sideline of Oxnard, and then when they got back from Hawaii, like less than a week and a half, right. it sounds like. Um, you know, I think for Jalen, you know, I think he sees the uh, what's the accoutrement of being a uh, a brand name for the Dallas Cowboys and all the potential cash Absolutely. that that yes. brings. And, you know, and I, I think he talked about uh, positive deal flow, and and what he means is that you know Jerry Jones gets a lot of offers for a lot Absolutely. of good deals because of yep. who he is, and now Jalen is going to be a partner in getting approached on some of these deals or being made a, a business partner partner on some of these deals. Look. Say what you will about uh, you, know, you know Tom Brady and and and, and what they did, Robert Kraft did you know to pay Tom Brady to keep his number down is way further out along the lines of breaking the rules than yeah, what we're right. talking about. But I think the Cowboys are smart and and to approaching these guys like Jalen who are forward thinking and who are. You know, have a business sense to them that hey, uh, we're not just football team owners. We know how to make deals. We know how to do branding. We know how to do marketing. We know how to do all these things. Jalen Smith literally stated that he views himself. He's he views his as business as a brand, yeah. and he's he's a brand, and he's approaching it as that. And listen, I, I mean, whatever you want to say, um, the Cowboys as, as a brand are. <laughs> 
you know, it's the biggest look, it gets. I mean, yeah. this is not this is not what you want. But the the, the Cowboys are to brand as the Patriots right, are to right. Super Bowls. Like, I mean, the, unfortunately, the Cowboys are trying to get better at the Super Bowl part. But I, I mean, there's no better brand in sports. Period. There's no there's no better brand in, in no, sports no. at all. Period. Than the Cowboys. So I think that that's that's Jalen saw that opportunity for him to make good money by taking a little bit less on his football contract and realized, hey, there's more than one way to, to get the yeah, cash. I figured this out for. yesterday, but I firmly believe that making seventy million dollars in Dallas is better than making eighty million in Detroit, just because of the deals that Jalen Smith is going to have access to and the sponsorships and the TV spots. I mean, he's going to make up the extra I don't, X amount of dollars by being a brand for the Cowboys. And- and not just sponsorships, but like co-ownerships oh, in deals yeah, with Jerry absolutely. Jones, like partnerships in in media stuff, or I mean, just there's a lot of different opportunities that Jerry Jones sees come to his desk that are you know good deals that are that are that anybody that is easy money for people that can that have sure. the money to spend. And now you you have that, and, and Jalen is is tapped into that, and, and that's more and more opportunities for him to make real money, real big money. All right, let's talk about the salary cap implications for a little bit Uh, because I think some people have been kind of confused as the language, how many years the Cowboys really have Jalen. They now have Jalen's rights all the way through the 2025 season. Uh, This was really a, (laughs) it's kind of difficult to say, but it's really a six-year extension because... The restricted. Hold on, let me say that again. It was really a five-year extension because the Cowboys were already planning on obviously having him this year, putting the restricted tag on him next year, and then signing him afterwards. So five new years plus the restricted year plus 2019. Uh, I'll run through the cap numbers really, really quickly. Uh, 2019, he's getting paid two and a half million. 2020, 7.7. 2021, you're looking at 10 million. 2022. Almost 12, 23, 13 and a half, 24, 16, or 12 and a half, 25, 12.3. Uh, in comparison to some of the other linebackers that are out there, uh, Jalen Mosley, or sorry, CJ Mosley, who just signed with the Jets this offseason, in 2022 will be paid $18.5 million, almost all of it guaranteed. He'll be 30 years old. Jalen Smith in that same year, 27 years old, $11.8 million and only half of that is guaranteed. So you are looking at not a below market value deal for Jalen Smith, but a significantly below market deal. I think when we get four or five years down the road, this is going to start to look like a Tyron Smith level steal. Uh, any thoughts on the contract there, Lana? No, I think you I think you summed it up. I mean, it's 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 a very very good deal for the Cowboys. Uh, and I think it, it, it locks a very good, young, ascending player for a long time. And, um, uh, yeah, I, I just think uh, it's, it's, uh, it's a good it's, – it's, 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 you wondered when, – when all this got announced a little, uh, you wondered why, honestly. I mean, I think that was a conversation we all had is we heard a little bit about this. We heard, you know, that Jalen might hop these guys. But we also knew that he, we had a restricted year on him of cheap deal. You know why would the Cowboys sign this deal uh, when they still have a restricted, you know, right, uh, right. year left that's really going to be pretty cheap? Uh, and, and the reasoning is is that Jalen was willing to sign his deal early, include the restricted free agent number in part of the deal, and then 
for the rest of this, uh, the rest of the term of the contract, basically take, I mean, I don't know, like two million APY, like uh, below market mm-hmm. value, right? Sure. Like, I mean, two million per year, a uh, market value uh, below market value, at least at the minimum for the remainder of the contract, like. I, I mean, even that 13.6 when it peaks in 2023, like by the time 2023 oh, rolls around, yeah. that still won't even be a top five and, number and anymore. That's actually the like, first year that the Cowboys have a potential out. They can actually cut Jalen and have like $4 million in dead money. Uh, but that's it. it. So basically, if something happens where Jalen's not living up to his contract, they can actually get out of it to be fine. It's, yeah, man. I mean, that's... Can, I, can I give you one more number just to kind of put things in perspective? Yes, Over please, the next yeah. three years, okay, 2019, 2020, 2021, Alex <laughs> oh is going to make $21 million more than Jalen Smith. Yeah. And that's twice as much money as Jalen Smith is going to make total. Yeah. Alex right? Like I mean, like, like, like so, so, so uh, in the next three years, he's basically going to make total uh, on the cap mm. $18 mm-hmm. million. Dollars. Just just over that, right? Like probably probably closer yeah, to uh, twenty. But that's that's over, nuts. Over the man. next that's, four years, Anthony Hitchens is going to make twenty two million dollars more than Jalen Smith. <laughs> <laughs> when you just start looking at it like that's that, a, it's like my gosh, that's a hell of a deal, man. That's Damian a hell Wilson's of a deal. making more that's over the next two years than what. Jalen Smith is, and I'll tell you what: if if linebackers actually do become like there, there is a thought process, and, and I, if linebackers do be start becoming more valuable because of uh, the the changes in the passing game and the, and the efficiency of short passing, and now suddenly you need these guys more than you need safeties. <laughs> this deal is going to be this. This deal really will sure. be the tyrant. Um, we're going to jump into some of your questions today, but I actually had a little bit of news uh, that I kind of wanted to discuss. I actually didn't talk to you about this pre-show, so it's a little, uh, a little oh, bit great, of updating. Great. So yesterday morning, uh, Tuesday morning, there was this report out that Byron Jones, if everything went right, he was going to be ready for Week One, uh, and then there was a little bit of a setback where they told him to slow down, and everybody kind of just started freaking out on Twitter. Uh, I think I even had a post about how maybe Byron Jones is a candidate for PUP. Um, we actually got some updated information, and I'm not sure if you saw this, Lena, but uh, our friend Mike Fisher. Was yes. there confusion? Because, I because okay, listening to that, I thought that he was talking he about was. Noah Brown. And that's where the confusion okay, came. Okay, okay, okay. I feel better now because, yeah, I, 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 I feel like somebody – like I, I heard the news via Twitter first, and then when I went and listened to it, it didn't. I didn't. That's not what I, how I heard it. But I feel like somebody tweeted it out. And right, that's exactly what, what happened. It was, it was Byron. Apparently, Byron is still on track to potentially play in Week One. Now, I, I've kind of always been of the mindset where I'm not a hundred percent sure he's going to be there. But it's not that. It's not that big of a deal, right? You're. It's more about getting Byron Jones healthy for the rest of the season than rushing him into Week One. But. It does appear that Byron is on the right track. So that that's just an encouraging bit of news that I wanted to pass along. So uh, do, you, do yes, you have any absolutely. thoughts about <clears throat> excuse me, Byron being ready for week one or the way that the Cowboys are going uh, to kind of treat him? You saw him in training camp, obviously not practicing, but how did he look just kind of working out on the side? I always kind of got the – I mean, I saw him on cords the first day I was there. 
So, and chords, you know, look, you, you can't go by that, but chords usually mean they're close or they're getting, they're, they're ramping up. So, uh, and, and I think what I've seen too is that they're, when they, when they are putting you on like permanent getting ready to go, which is like what they do with when you get like a slight, a uh, bump, or you, uh, uh, you're a, you're a, a, a superstar yeah, level right. player, and they just kind of want to shut you down, right? They end up, you know, they end up putting you on chords the like the whole time. Like you're just every day you go out there and you do a little chord work, and then just kind of. So I I, you know, there was that little video. Remember I showed you that Is that, that like where he. Yeah, like he was celebrating someone doing something. He did a little somersault, like a forward roll. Uh, you know, I just. I think he's going to be ready. I, I, I think if, if it's me, I think they know he's ready. They know he's going to be ready. I think they have a good timeline for when he'll be ready, and it's and it's a, it's at least a week or two before the, the game, and they're just – why would they bring him back for a week or two of practice? Let's just – you know what I'm saying? Let's get him right. Let's have him sure. have a normal sure. week of week one practice right, and then go um, from there. One more little bit of injury news. Tyrone Crawford and Demarcus Lawrence came off PUP uh, yesterday. I know they went through the walkthrough. They've kind of been uh, one day on, one day off is what Jason Garrett said. Do you have any worry about these guys being ready for week one? Um, I, I, I like what no, Demarcus Lawrence said. He said, yet. I haven't been healthy the last two years, and I still went out there and played because he's been dealing with that torn labor. So I, oh, yeah, I'm definitely not worried about Demarcus okay. Lawrence. Like D Law is the guy I'm probably the least worried sure. about, um, and really I'm not that worried about Tyron Crawford at this point either. So uh, it's really it's really Byron Jones, um, and and even then like I feel like we could probably get by week one without Byron Jones. I'm, you know I mean I, 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 <laughs> despite despite what despite what I heard, uh, uh, <laughs> Therese. Uh, uh, Perez Taylor and, and, and uh, Charles Robinson talk about this morning about uh, the Cowboys need to watch out for the Giants in week one. <laughs> I think we could yeah, probably survive I, without Cody uh, Latimer. It's not scaring me that much. I think I think they'll be okay. And it's listen, fact <laughs> but, is the Cowboys have corners that can play. If Byron doesn't, if Byron's not there, I yeah. don't know if any team in the league is better equipped to, to handle one injury than the Cowboys. I mean, you can put Jordan Lewis on the outside. You can put Anthony Brown on the outside if you have to. The Cowboys obviously have enough guys there to be okay um let's go ahead and get to a couple yeah. questions really quickly landon uh this one first comes from at serious Troggers. he wants to know have you seen or do you anticipate the cowboys using more base uh personnel on defense to get all three linebackers on the field uh obviously we haven't seen much of it in the preseason because sean lee's been healthy or hasn't been healthy and the cowboys are kind of they don't want to use up these linebackers in meaningless games but uh, how has Sean Lee looked in the Sam role? Do you anticipate them using all three a lot this season? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I think that's the plan. Um, I, it feels like we have seen um, uh, we have seen a, a little bit of an uptick in base at times. Uh, I, you know, I think for some of these offenses that are utilizing the short passing a lot more i mean there's there's really not a reason to kind of just keep a linebacker in the game and just kind of tackle tackle and rally um especially when you've got 
three really good players there. Um, and then you can kind of keep your safeties back, and that can kind of help stop the deep the deep throw a little bit. Uh, you know, I think that it's it's going to be situational. Yeah. I, I think it's going to it's going to be based on that. But I feel like it's something that um, that when 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 it's time for them to use it, they're, they're not going to feel. Uh, uh, you know they're going to feel a lot more confident about it. You know, and and I think it's going to be a, a a formation that they're going to try to get to actually you know make an effort to kind of use more if they can. They're not going to. It's 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 not just that they're not going to feel hamstrung at, at that position anymore. Like they're like they've put less talent on the field. It's going to be like okay, even if there's good reasons to, uh, uh, then let's let's go ahead and 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 put base out there because I, I think they're going to feel comp strong and, and want to get yeah, those absolutely. three linebackers on the field as opposed to feeling obligated because of formation. Um, the last question I have for you, Lane, and this is a really good like football question, um, and the, the answer is kind of complicated, but Emilio wants to know, why doesn't the team train a starter or a key reserve to be a long snapper? It seems like if we had someone who had a key role already, it would save us a roster spot. Uh, LP isn't getting any younger either. Um, I've often thought about this, but the reason I, I, I can go ahead and answer this. The reason why they don't do this is that job is very, very difficult. You need to be so precise. You need to have a lot of um, velocity on the ball. Again, most of the time when you have a long snapper out there, it's either for a field goal, so that's points on the board, or a punt. And if you if you miss a snap on a punt or it's a little bit inaccurate, especially in bad weather, it's likely costing you points or costing you the opportunity to gain points. So it's a job that's very specialized. Uh, it, it's You've got to be insanely accurate. It's just not something that you can tell a guy, hey, here's a year, go try to learn how to long snap. It's, it's a very difficult position. It's the reason why there's... There's really only 29, 30 of those guys in the world that can do that job, and that's why they get paid so well to just to just launch them. So, anything to kind of add on there, Landon? Yeah, I mean, I, I think you, you said it. It's it's it it's a job that basically demands perfection. You know, I mean, you can't screw up. Right. Think even about LP. Has LP game. ever had a bad snap in the since the Never. time he's been here? Ever? I I can't think of one. Ever. No, it's it's and, never and that's happened. Why, like it's like they, they, people have been tracking it. It's, and that's he's never the entire one, yeah. reason why you don't want to move on from somebody like LP. Absolutely, no, exactly. I mean, I, I I understand the 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 need to the want to kind of you know save a roster spot, but this is kind of baked in, and everybody does this, and, and frankly, it's you know it's needed. It, it, it's worth it. The guy, the, the guy, yeah, the guy has never messed it up. The guys that do this. They need to get good enough right. that they never hey, mess if up. If you want so. to save a roster spot, yeah. you can probably go ahead and get rid of that third quarterback that's on your roster right now. That's that's a that's a better way to, do that, to save for a sure. roster spot. Uh, all right, that is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever you get podcasts. Follow in and at McCoolBCB. You can follow the show at Locked On Cowboys, and of course, I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. And we will see you guys next time. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. 
Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.